Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, theamericanfreedomparty.us. Now's your chance to get the last of the Resolution Radio Blood Teams. Only a few left available before we try to do a reorder. This has been a high-selling item, and we really appreciate everyone's support in getting this shirt and showing their pride as well as showing their heritage. Nothing counts more than blood. Get yours today from Resolution Radio for only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling. It really helps the network improve, and you really get a great product to showcase what you truly believe in. Nothing counts more than blood. Only from Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Send check, money order, or well-concealed cash to Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. That's Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. Today we call it bone broth, and for thousands of years our ancestors enjoyed its benefits before it became lost to our modern diets of processed junk. We are now introducing Caveman by InfoWarsLife.com, the ultimate in true paleo nutrition with bone broth, turmeric root, chaga mushroom, and seven total primal superfoods in a single great-tasting formula. Caveman. It's those people living in the wilds having to actually build civilization that are our superior ancestors, and we need to do everything we can to recapture that. Every Everyone knew that you used all the parts of the animal. You used the meat for sustenance, the fat for cooking, but you used the bones for strength. From the outside structure full of minerals and key cofactors to the marrow that produces the blood for the body, this is the engine of the life essence. I'm a long way from the caveman my ancestors were, but I'm sure as hell trying to get back to that essence that made us what we were, and this is a big part of it. I know you're going to want to check out Caveman Ultimate Paleo Formula for yourself and ForwardsLife.com today. Is there a count somewhere? You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. It's an oath that I took, but it's also just an ethical and moral value on my part. I, I'm doing what I feel is right. I'm doing it based upon my knowledge and based upon what I've learned and based upon everything that I, you know, that I educated myself on. It has nothing to do with trying to be against the narrative or with a narrative. It's just what right. I learned on my own. And, you know, what I taught myself. And you were right on the money, apparently, because as the evidence comes out, um, they're slowly leaking it out. They've said they have hope, no data when they rolled the shots out. It's all coming out. I'm going to come right back a little bit more with Dr. Kirk Moore. I wish we could clone him in America. We need more doctors that stand up to this nonsense. And it had nothing to do with politics. It was about health. Be right back on The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to The Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. So glad to be with you today. I have so much to go over, so many headlines, so little time. But my first guest, I can't wait to get to this because uh, he is, uh, in my eyes, a hero. He is a physician in Utah that was just indicted. I think it probably took like 100 agents to deliver him a piece of paper, as it always does. But uh, but this uh, this doctor actually acted in the best interest of his patients. And uh, and now he's indicted for the accusations of, well, the government's accusing him of this, of course, for um, dumping the shots down the drain and uh, not giving the patients those shots. And I just think he's a hero. I think we could clone him. We need more of him. But Dr. Kirk Moore joins me, and I'm so excited to have you on the show, uh, Dr. Moore, because 
you know, your message for everybody right now and what you're going through right now. I really do hope people help you with this because this is where we need to concentrate our our focus and our help is to help other Americans fight this really tyrannical government. Can you tell everybody what happened? Uh, Yeah, I can. Hi, Kate. Um, Hi. So January 11th, um, I got a visit from, I don't know, 11 or 12 agents from three different agencies, um, and they confiscated my phone and the phone of my office manager. Um, a week later, uh, I woke up to an email uh, that I was that I had been indicted. Um, it wasn't until actually the day of my arraignment that we actually got the paperwork that I was indicted. Um, and two of us still haven't even received the paperwork. So it's kind of a, you know, uh, weird scenario. But uh, ultimately, that's um, we're indicted on three counts. Um, fraud, uh, conspiracy to commit fraud and then aiding and abetting. What what fraud would that be exactly? Because I, I think of the government as a fraud. So it's kind of funny that it's the pot calling the kettle black. So what are they actually accusing you of? So they're accusing us of um, basically defrauding the government of $25,000 worth of um, COVID vaccines because we uh, didn't administer them the way that we were supposed to administer them. Um, we oh. are... You know, it's uh, fraud for um, then also having filled out the cards and presented them to various agencies that uh, they had been vaccinated. Um, and then uh, aiding and abetting, I guess, um, means that we helped other people to commit crimes as well. And the crime would be that our tax dollars actually paid for the shots. So it wasn't the government's money because they only have money because we have money. So they took this money from us, paid for these shots without our consent, and then turned them into government property and then accused you of not dealing with that government property as you were told to do, kind of like a Stasi. (laughs) I'm just trying to get the overall gist. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. Right. So it's kind of like a circular, right? Like a circular firing squad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite bizarre, actually. So a bunch of agents from all kinds of agencies, right? Um, just about every agency they could muster up, I think, that was might might have been in the area, um, came uh, came to your office to present this. But then you weren't really served till the next day. And some of your people haven't even been really served yet. But you they said so basically what they're saying is, is patient confidentiality does not exist. The patient is not allowed to request something or have privacy in the room with the doctor. That None of that confidentiality exists anymore in America. I'm kind of getting that picture. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, you have, you know, just from the, you know, right from the get go, right. This whole COVID thing has been, uh, you know, there's just been no interest in the health of the individual. It's all been couched under the terms of public health, but there really isn't a concept of public health. Public health is individual health. Um, and if you don't have individual health, then you can't have public health. So, uh, again, it's mm-hmm. kind of a catch 22. Um, and you know, but ultimately, yes, uh, you know, you, I take care of my patients the way they ask me to take care of them. Yeah. Which should be every doctor in America should have the liberty to do that. The patient should have the liberty to do that. Why is government inserting themselves in your office visit? Yeah, it's interesting, right? Um, I was indicted and. One of the statements in the indictment is that because of my political views, um, I didn't want to uh, give them their shot or I don't know where politics comes into medicine. It has nothing to do with politics. It was, you know, it was a discussion that we had. Correct. It's about health and it's about me doing no harm and me um, being the person that I, you know, that I have aspired to be my whole life. I've been practicing medicine for 22 years. I graduated from medical school. My 30th reunion comes up in March. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's not something that I, I just, you know, took my oath, you know, last week. 
Right. And so a person comes to you and, and they're worried about being in an experiment, which we all were, right? Um, I don't want to be in an experiment. You don't want to be a guinea pig in an experiment. And so when they said safe and effective, the elephant in the room was everyone knew they were lying because no one could have known that because, uh, and it's not true today. So there's lots of information coming out now, finally, about the shots and the damage and the death that they're causing. And so I'm not even sure how this case could go anywhere because of all you have to do is look at the evidence of what's coming out and it's being admitted to. So it's really strange that this is really over people not wanting to be part of an experiment. The experiment, the, the evidence coming out and saying the people were probably right, the ones that said, no, I don't want to be part of the experiment. Um, but the passport, the vaccine uh, passport, the ID, you know, this is just shown to an employer. It's not shown to anyone else, really. I mean, honestly, there were there 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 or maybe to get into an NFL game. I don't know. I'm the, the ludus, ludus, ludicrous nature of that, too. But I can't see where the wrongdoing was. I think the wrongdoing is in the tyrannical government making people be part of a government experiment. Well, I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, and, and you know, like you said, the data is out. Uh, the NIH just last right. week with Fauci is the main author on it came out and said that, uh, let, me, let me just read this, it says, uh, you know, that the data shows that the shots are probably not safe, um, and they probably wouldn't be approved. Um, so I, how does, you know, how does that not change the whole narrative, right, in and of itself? Cleveland Clinic came out with a study um, that said the more vaccinated you are, the higher your risk of getting COVID. The UK right. and Australian government say the higher your risk of vaccination, the higher your risk of death. 92% of the deaths in, in the UK government over a period of time, I don't remember the exact dates of the study, but 92% of the deaths were in the vaccinated. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy narrative right now. And it's a crazy time to be alive. I'm just so sorry you're going through this. You can go to the website, stand with more M O O R E and help him. And this is really where I think people need to draw a lot of focus and attention. People want to know what they can do. And here's the deal, when you can help somebody to overcome the feds and the tyrannical nature of how they do it and why they're doing it, it's a really blank, they're, they're really blanket charges because they don't have a vat of money. Those shots are not government property. They were actually uh, shots that they approved through our tax dollars. So if you don't want to take one, why should you have to? And the other thing is, is patient confidentiality. I think we all think that that is occurring on a daily basis around America. I'm grateful to those doctors that stepped out of that, that, that probably did the same thing. I'm so grateful that there were probably many doctors doing this. And I'm so grateful for you. Um, when we, We're going to go to a break in about a minute, but I, I have to say, I'm just I'm really proud that you listened to your patient and that you didn't have, you know, your head in the sand and that you weren't just piping in NIH talking points. I'm actually really proud to know you. I think this is amazing that you could stand up in the face of that. Well, it, uh, again, it's a uh, it's an oath that I took, but it's also just an ethical, moral value on my part. I, I'm doing what I feel is right. I'm doing it based upon my knowledge and based upon what I've learned and based upon everything that I, you know, that I educated myself on. It has nothing to do with trying to be against the narrative or with a narrative. It's just what right. I learned on my own and, you know, what I taught myself. And you were right on the money, apparently, because as the evidence comes out, um, they're slowly leaking it out. They've said they have hope, no data when they rolled the shots out. It's all coming out. I'm going to come right back a little bit more with Dr. Kirk Moore. I wish we could clone him in America. We need more doctors that stand up to this nonsense. And it had nothing to do with politics. It was about health. Be right back on The Alex Jones Show. Back here with you on The Alex Jones Show today. So happy to be with you. And uh, of course, my guest, Dr. Kirk Moore. What a hero. I gave you the wrong site, though. You know, it's just, hey, it's been a long week already. <laughs> In the world of politics, it's always a long week. Uh, standformore.com. Stand for, written out, F-O-R, standformore.com. You can go there and you can help him to fight this. And he needs your help. I know there's a lot of other doctors that did this too, and I'm so grateful for all of them that did, and they're making the example out of Dr. Kirk Moore, and it's pathetic at best because of what they're trying to charge him with. It's about as bad as the January 6th thing. It's just, it's just trumped up charges, and, uh, and absolutely a patient can choose 
So, Dr. Kirkmore, what do you want people to know about this whole scenario that you've just been through and that are going through right now? Because it's an uphill battle for sure. Well, it's definitely an uphill battle and we're just we're at the start of it. Um, I, I, you know, again, the bottom line for me is, is that it's it's not about me necessarily. I mean, I kind of the tip of the spear in a sense, but this is about, you know, personal freedom, medical freedom uh, and our ability to kind of, you know, choose what it is that we're going to do or what we're going to put in our body. Uh, and what we're told that we have to put on our body in order to participate in society. This, we've never had anything like this before. Um, so, you know, walking around like, you know, with papers in your hand and a passport that says that you've gotten some sort of a shot makes you, you know, a, an appropriate person in our society these days. Um, yeah, it's, 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 a scary, it's a scary concept. Yeah. And, and, and all experimental. And um, and they'll sit there with a smile and say, oh, yes, it's completely, uh, completely safe. We know it's not. You know, when they surge you, they had all kinds of agents come because they had to show their muscle and their might. It was kind of a clown show. And they all, you know, muscle up with all their gear and they all come. But there was lots of agencies involved. I found that to be so incredulous that (laughs) that they show up like this as a show of force. It's 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 amazing to me for something like this. Yeah, so Homeland Security was there, uh, the FBI was there, and then the OIG's Department of Health and Human Services was there. So it was three agencies, you know, typical, I guess, some sort of a task force that they put together to kind of make this all happen. Yeah, for sure. And so what happens to the people that came to you? What happens to them? Uh, That's a good question. I... um, you know, I've been instructed to not contact anybody. Um, I they're all part of my patient database, so I it's not like I can I, I have pushed back on that. I I have to take care of my patients. So if they come into me and ask me to do something, whether it's a you know um, surgical procedure or just to answer a medical question or whatever, I'm going to take care of my patients. So, um, but I'm you know I'm not reaching out to them. So I, I don't know um, you know, whether there's anybody out there that has been contacted by them, uh, you know, to talk about what they had done. Wow. And, you know, you were saving so many people, um, early on, you were listening to the right doctors. You were listening to those outspoken voices, uh, the ones we all know, the ones that have been on this show. And, uh, and I'm so grateful to you. What made you realize what we were, this whole farce early on? What made you realize? Um, you know, I had time when we had our shutdown here in Utah for that three, four week period, five week period, whatever it was to just sit at my home computer and um, and just read and learn more about it. And, you know, everything that I read and everything that I got and all the podcasts and all the people I was listening to, that's kind of when I first, quote unquote, met, you know, Dr. Peter McCullough online, listening to his, you know, his discussions. I listened to Zeb Zelenko and um, watched his video when he talked about sending the the video short video podcast to the president, um, and it just all made sense to me. Nothing made sense about sitting back and not treating people. That we never do that in medicine. We don't do it in any aspect of medical care, and yet here they are. You know, our government agencies telling us, "Well, just sit back, and when these people are blue in the face and they can't breathe, you know, we'll bring them in, put them on a ventilator, give them some remdesivir, we'll kill them eighty percent of the time, and you know, and at the twenty percent that survive, hey, good on you." So I, it just didn't make any sense to me. I know I I saw it firsthand and and it was uh it was a crap show the whole entire thing I, it was hard to watch it was hard to watch doctors cave to the NIH where you we realized as a nation how socialistic our medicine is now the directives yeah. coming down from the top and it was scary actually it was really eye opening scary and I'm so grateful that you were standing up for your patients long before like you said this is about health it has nothing they want to politicize it but it has right. everything to do with your individual health and I thought we still lived in a free country I know I'm mistaken but I thought we lived in America where you could actually choose what goes into your body or not. I didn't know that we were under a Stasi that gets to direct that very, very move. So interesting. It's interesting well, times, right? If we can't control what goes into our body, then what do we have control over? I mean, that's to I don't me know what's we, left. Right. So, I mean, this is this is the last kind of our, our last stand, I guess, to some degree. I mean, if we can't control what medications we take, what, you know, what shots we take 
and or you know what surgical procedures we're allowed to take or not take that just uh um it, that's the loss of any element of freedom that we have left um and that's right. and that's the reality of it we're already chattel and so if we if we have to show a card to have a life and that card uh, right. depicts the fact that the government can shove anything into our arm and it doesn't matter what it is. It's mice leukemia, as Judy Mikevitz points out. It's all kinds of uh, stuff in a blender and it doesn't matter what it is. Um, then we've we've lost. We're already there. So um, I love that you were standing up and I'm sorry they're making an example out of you. They must be very, very desperate. I know that many, many doctors did this. I know they did because I know many people, uh, the, the numbers that they put out there, I don't think are actually pretty accurate on that many that got jabbed. I actually think it's far fewer. And so I'm really proud that you stood up and that there are doctors out there who do really care and understand health. They're not there as a pharma um, drug lord. They are there to make sure that they stand up for the health. And I applaud that you've done that. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. And that's really what it comes down to is just taking care of my patients the way I always have based upon, you know, what I feel is best and what they feel, you know, that they're looking for. Um, and, you know, I, I, you know, when you start taking medications off the shelf and the government starts buying up all their hydroxychloroquine so that we can't prescribe it. And the pharmacists are telling us that we can't prescribe it. Um, and, you know, and, and you just go to those extremes. I, I've, I've been on three humanitarian trips to Africa and I prescribed hydroxychloroquine for all 100 people on this trip. And so I know exactly what the medication does. Um, so and, and then to have them come out and just make false claims about how unsafe it was and how all these people were having these um, PR segment uh, increases and we were killing people. And then the narrative that, you know, all these hospitals were backed up because of all the deaths from the ivermectin and or the hydroxychloroquine. It was just crazy. And to go to those extremes is just is absolutely nuts. Yeah, the only crime taking place here is that the government was able to use the uh, law enforcement at their behest to accuse somebody of not giving the patient what the government wanted to give the patient. So it is um, insane to me that this is actually taking place in our country. I can see this in other countries, but not ours. And so please go to standformore.com, standformore.com. Thank you, Dr. Kirk Moore, for joining me. I really appreciate you coming on today. Well, thanks for having me, Kate. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Help them out. Standformore.com. I'll be right back. More on the Alex Jones show. I have a lot to share with you. So stay tuned. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. Hi, this is Ron Paul. I am a former congressman, physician, and presidential candidate. The world is in turmoil. Things like Ebola, earthquakes, wars, and famines are commonplace. As Americans, we are largely sheltered from these events. However, in parts of the world, just having enough food is a huge problem. For some of us, there is the nagging thought that we may not always have it so good. So we keep some food on hand just in case. My family and I have found a product that helps us do this better. It's a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right. With it, we eat healthier and store a little more food. We freeze dry everything we love to eat, and it lasts up to 25 years. Who knows what the future will bring? 
One thing's certain, my family and I will always have food on the table. To learn more, go to HarvestRight.com or call 800-763-5999. That's HarvestRight.com or 800-763-5999. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. The good news is the Real Red Pill Plus, after over two years being sold out because the key ingredients were not available with supply chain breakdowns, is finally back in stock in the last month. The bad news is we need a limited run of it, and it's almost sold out. So we're in late January when I'm cutting this, only seven days left to get the Real Red Pill Plus with all the key ingredients like Preglinone and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Whether you're old or young, black or white, it doesn't matter. You need to experience Real Red Pill Plus. It's proprietary. It's amazing. I learned about it from a research scientist and a medical doctor who had a similar formula five years ago. We simply made it stronger, and we have great reviews from listeners. Get the Real Red Pill Plus for a limited time. It's about to end at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. You need to try the Real Red Pill Plus right now. Plus, it funds the InfoWar. The only way we fail is if you don't take action. Real Red Pill Plus, now available at 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com for only a few more days. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host, katedalyradio.com. And, uh, you know, doing this live every day and uh, like Alex, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's such an interesting thing because the headlines come out. You've got fear campaign after fear campaign after fear campaign. I wonder how much more trauma we can take. I don't know. Train wreck. And UFOs and American Chernobyl, um, so much, right? So much. So I just want to mention just maybe a few things. First of all, help Dr. Kirk Moore, standformore.com, because he needs the help. And we can't do this alone. When one American is in trouble, we really need to go and help those Americans fight in the court system because this is where they're going to gain that foothold. And you know that our justices now think that everything is done by precedent instead of the actual constitution. And so you don't want these precedences going forward that are going to really basically, well, look at the agencies. They're not about foreign, foreign interests at all, are they? They're about making it look like average patriots, like you and I are domestic terrorists. That's their real job. And that's where they show up all the time. So. There's there's a couple of things. We've got all kinds of stuff to talk about, of course, but it's just amazing. Let me start with the Super Bowl. Is it fixed? Are there scripts? I guess we could have a long conversation about that someday. Um, it's like entertainment, probably a lot like the uh, world wrestling. Um, but uh, that's just a that is just an opinion, because honestly, I could care less who wins. I'm not into Valentine's Day. That was yesterday. I'm not into football. And so a lot of things that I'm not into, I mean, I can comment about objectively. Okay. And so this is one of them. I could care less who wins, but I'm telling you, there's just so much more to this. And I think you probably know that too. It always comes down to a, a weird call in the playbook that no one ever has heard of or some sort of, it's like a tax code, the NFL playbook. So it's kind of interesting in that way. Um, and they pull out the the call that kind of makes the difference in the game, if you know what I mean. You know, during the Super Bowl, they had the words and racism 
in big, huge letters painted on the field. Somebody paid for that, obviously, and wanted that on there during the entire game. But I couldn't help but notice that so many of the multi-million dollar black players were also on the field. So that was kind of strange. I mean, I guess if it was an all-white football team, I guess you could understand the lettering of end racism. But the fact that black Rihanna or red Rihanna, however you want to call her, uh, plays for the halftime show, and then you've got a lot of multi-million dollar black players playing, hmm, just not quite sure how that adds up. Shouldn't it have said ended racism? Hmm, just throwing that out there. Um, yes, Rihanna played, and uh, the racism in America <laughs> goes forward, I guess. She shows up in a red bra and um, on a platform with a bunch of white puffy bunnies uh, dancing around her. It wasn't a good show. It wasn't very entertaining. They actually would have done better. Maybe even somebody like Garth Brooks, who's an actual entertainer, or maybe somebody from, you know, like the 80s or 90s. I don't know, because most of the crowd is going to be a little older. Might, might, might as well appeal to them. But of course, they had to drag Rihanna out there, maybe to support the end racism tagline at the end of the field now. Speaking of football, what is DeMar Hamlin hiding? It just seems really strange. His nonprofit got about $10 million. He'd been paid more on top of that uh, by Pfizer, maybe to shut his mouth. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there allegedly. But uh, it was strange. You know, they he was in an interview and um, and he just basically didn't want to say much about anything. You think he'd be so excited that his nonprofit got millions and millions and millions of dollars, but apparently not the case. Interesting. So. Every time, um, I want to talk about UFOs for a moment, too, because it seems to be in the press, the alien invasion, um, <laughs> the alien invasion. So let's talk about this for just a moment, okay? Um, back in the day, um, Orville Wright, you remember good old Orville Wright, back in 1947 on July 9th, there was a piece written about him, and this was in Dayton, Ohio. Um, Orville Wright, 1947 who invented the airplane, said today that a flying saucer craze was the government campaign to get us into another war. Yeah, I can't make this up. The 75-year-old scientist said it is more propaganda for war to stir up the people and excite them to believe a, a foreign power has designs on this nation. He said it was dished up by the government to support current State Department campaign to get us into another war. Wright criticized the publicity given to the saucer stories and said there was no scientific basis for the existence of a phenomenon supposedly seen by hundreds. Oh, Orville, I'd give you a big giant hug if I could. A big giant UFO hug. Um, so here's the deal. 1947 was also the year that the CIA came booming out with its new official title. And of course, we had just formed the U.N., just so strange that back in, I think it was 1915, in a, in a government conference with Japan, they had, uh, or maybe it was 1922, one of the two, they had talked about the fact that, hey, you know what we really need is a big alien scare to make sure that we get that world government kicking in for us. So I thought it was interesting going back that Orville talked about it in such a very, very brazen way and made sure that he told people this is a complete farce. And I love that. So when we talk about the alien thing, I sure hope people realize that this is just the insanity of government. And the article that you just saw, the 100C sky disks, but facts lacking. <laughs> facts will always be lacking, honey. This is uh, from 1947 News, and it says, skeptics converted, but it also says this at the bottom, hints of experiment by armed services add to mystery. Hints of experiment by armed services add to mystery. Hmm. No truer words could have ever been spoken. This is when we started getting locked out of our bases because, you know, classified, really classified stuff's going on in there. So you can't really see anything. I know there are people that feel like, well, there's been some abduction, so therefore it must have happened. How do you know that wasn't an LSD trip? Because that's usually when you saw those abductions was after the introduction of LSD. I'm just saying that maybe, maybe the farmer in the field could have been part of a scientific experiment for the armed forces. They were shoving LSD into everybody at that point. So I'm kind of thinking that might be the case. Um, but also the fact that why after the millennia, 
all they want to do is probe us in the rectum. I don't know <laughs> why this is, but it seems as though aliens are just preoccupied with probing us, bringing us into a spaceship, probing us for all of our lives and, and then returning us. All we need to do at this point is to basically, I don't know, share with them what pronouns are. I think they would immediately throw us back down to earth and return us from whence we came. But I do think that this whole scare, you know, I looked at in history, there's 13 different, there's 13 different things shoring up the alien narrative before the 1940s, 13 instances officially, all 13 instances through the um, periodical of time, uh, basically are talking about a falling star. That's basically what they're describing, but they turned it into aliens. There were no green men. There were no saucers. We invented that. In fact, in the 1947s, they called them sky disks and saucers for a reason and then started coming out with all of the movies based on little green men with giant eyes that are coming to get you with their long fingers or long little E.T. fingers. And then Steven Spielberg, Spielberg was put into high gear with his uh, with his movies and also to prop up this narrative. It is interesting, too, that in the 1960s, they really started pumping this with the moon landing, too, because then, of course, my gosh, you really had to focus on space again and again and again in the news. Right. You had to. And so I do find this interesting that they also said in this article, hundred C sky disks, but facts lacking. There will always be facts lacking. Um, and scores of conjectures heard as a result of queer sight. That's exactly, I'm taking the words right out of the article. Boy, things have changed, right? But there is more support to support that Christ was born than there is a flying saucer. And so whatever we saw up in the sky, I'm going to guess that no matter what it is, it's something that our government invented a long time ago. And, uh, and we didn't get to hear about it much, except it's up in the sky and it's saucerish and it's round and it probably houses little green men that are trying to get us. Be right back on the Alex Jones show. Back here with you on the Alex Jones show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from katedalyradio.com. Glad to be here. Just observations. I always love observing the news because it's quite entertaining, actually. I don't know how much more fear they can get away with. I'm not quite sure how many more directions they can go. Um, but I do feel like something's coming this summer. I think that they're doing something. Either that's going to be with the money system. They're kind of prepping us for that. They're prepping us that we're not really safe because even the skies. Oh, my gosh. You know, I just want you guys to have this public service announce announcement for sure. We should have started out with this. My balloon can save your balloon and your balloon can save mine. OK, you just remember those golden words because they're true. Um, we still haven't uh, gone after the contents of what we shot down. I guess we just don't care uh, what's in that. It's just so much easier to call it a Chinese balloon, too. Somebody asked me the other day, why don't the Chinese get angry when we call it a Chinese balloon? Honey, they didn't get rid of they didn't get uh, mad either when uh, we called it the Chinese disease either. Uh, the COVID, the blovid, they didn't get mad at that either. They're not going to. They're in our pocket and we're in theirs. They own so much of our country now that it's pretty sickening. And our government's right there to do their bidding. So it doesn't, they're not going to get mad. They love being used in this way. I absolutely think so. And uh, they don't mind it. Um, they're getting access to our country in return. So, and they have been since, uh, since little old, and I mean do, I, I really do mean, sorry, I can't talk today. Little old, I think Kissinger has now regressed to like two feet four. Anyways, Kissinger made made quite the advances with the Trilateral Commission and all of the other things he was doing in a very treasonous way against our country, that little Nazi, when he decided to put China into our country and um, make sure the Democrat Party benefited their every move. Remember that, Clintons? Anyways, so I want to talk about Ohio for just a second. Um, Ohio in October, they actually in East Palestine, not only is it Amish country, the only vaccine control group that we have <laughs> that actually is proof that you do not have to do what the government says to be healthy and that your immune system is not located with a needle in a vial. It's actually God given. Um, but this is Amish country and they're calling it the American Chernobyl. Now, the media won't touch it, of course, because it's a real story. But here is, in fact, the, the, the fact that in October they actually introduced that QR code. I'm sure it's been talked about on here, but 
they introduced the My ID QR code in October that actually uh, can can give patients the ability to be recognized quickly. Wow, that worked out. My gosh, so glad they rushed in with that. I mean, that was really beneficial. And you know what? Birds die, fish die, people get sick, people have headaches. No worries. You just drink that flammable water coming out of your kitchen sink. Not a problem. I can't wait for the good old government PSAs. You're fine. You and Flint, Michigan, you're all good. No worries. Anyway, people are told to go back and lots of weird events are going on. But what else is going on? I mean, you did have the shot now on the schedule for children as of four days ago. So the CDC put the shot on the schedule for kids while everyone else was focusing on balloons up, up and away while they were focusing on balloons and UFOs. Kind of amazing, isn't it? The distractions. Look here. Here's a UFO. Um, so we have the thing in your arm um, for children put on the schedule and we have chemical explosions and train derailments like crazy. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? You know, it kind of makes some room, I think, for the new train. Remember how I talked about those train contracts and how those trains are now being built as well with all of the uh, facial recognition? I mean, to the ninth degree, these trains are going to be absolutely outfitted. It's just amazing that trains keep getting destroyed. Hmm, strange. And then, of course, you have all these chemicals being released. Wow, kind of strange, isn't it? All right. So with that being said, we've got all these distractions. Yes, we've got all these things happening. And our little Chernobyl incident, not quite so little. Not quite so little. We need to pay attention to that. But you know what I love? I love the fact that I love, well, you know what? I love a good false flag in the morning. That's what I love. Woo! It's like, it's like drink a, drinking a sip of a hot beverage and you, it just kind of goes to your body and you're like, oh. And you know why I love a good false flag in the morning is because honestly, stay with me on this one. It actually says they're that desperate. They're that desperate that they still don't have total control of the nation, that they have to act like lunatics in presenting us false flags all the time. It's actually good news in a way, because the second we don't have a false flag is the second our country is actually over. Because that would mean that it's just the Stasi. They can get away with whatever they want to do, right? I'm just making an observation. False flags are a good thing. They show how desperate the government is. They show that there's not enough people to go around. So multiple people have to be at the same false flag incidences. And when they are, what's really fascinating to me is that through all that trauma, as that dark cloud follows over their heads, they're still able to rush into a camera or rush to a journalist to get that story in print. That says a lot for those trauma, those trauma patients who have actually been through, let's say, three rounds of lightning, because that's basically what the odds are to be struck by lightning three times in your young life before the age of 30. Really amazing. But you know what? They push through all that trauma and they use the same people over and over again. I guess they don't think we're bright enough to figure that out. But I find it fascinating because crisis actors, when you're that desperate and you can't get enough people to serve as a crisis actor, you just go with the same ones. It kind of makes sense, actually. Right. And then, of course, you've got to be desperate enough to have in Dr. Kirk Moore's um, you know, situation. You got to have Homeland Security and the, I don't know, gun and badge club and then the uh, equipment club. And then you've got to have like the CIA and the FBI and the ATF. You got to have all these clubs and they put on their little puffy jackets and they got all their cool equipment from the War Department. And then they come in with their guns a blazing to like serve a warrant, you know, and you think, wow, they're that desperate to show their might that they've got to act like that to regular citizens. I'll never forget uh, interviewing Roger Stone. And Roger Stone goes, I'm an older guy. I'm an older dude. And uh, and they actually use their swamp crew, the swamp crew, you know, the crew that has to dress up in the swamp stuff, because I don't think too many people have ponds on their properties like average citizens. So they had to use the swamp crew to come in from the back, the back of the, the house. 
and they they came through, they came muscling through, you know, just wearing that new swamp gear they got from the war department. And they come through and they have like 70 agents there, right? A hundred agents to serve him. He goes, they could have just knocked on the door. They didn't really have to act like that. I remember uh, locally, there was a guy that was arrested and there was a Boy Scout troop hanging out at this house and just a regular Boy Scout meeting and they terrorized FBI comes swinging in, ATF, Homeland Security, got to serve a warrant, got to serve a little piece of paper. And uh, but it took like 30 of them to do it, maybe 50. Anyway, they come in and they terrorize the Boy Scouts, terrorize them. I don't know what you get out of that. Somewhere in the back of their mind, I would imagine they have kids, too. And I would imagine when they show up as a clown show to somebody's door and they kick it in and they act all beefy and cool, like a big giant meathead and they're knocking, (laughs) knock down the door. Do they feel dumb when they do that? I just have to understand because when you're handing somebody a piece of paper, you have to act like it took all that muscle to serve a piece of paper. They wouldn't do that to good old Hillary. I mean, they would just knock on the door with one agent like Peter Strzok and go, oh, hey, Hill, sorry to do this. Can we do this for a photo op? Um, Nope, they do it with the average citizen. Kind of makes you sick, doesn't it? But I guess there's enough meatheads out there and guys with badges. They ought to show off the muscles with the ripped, you know, uniform and the big puffy jacket. They got to they got to show who they are. Right. I mean, they got to show us that they could take us down any second if they wanted to with all their guns. So I just wanted to point out the clown show that's involved with the desperation now. And you know what? The more desperation they show, the more that they do this. Just remember that the government has to do this in order to get the fear up, in order to ratchet it up to the 10th degree, 9th degree. They have to do this. Why? Because the Constitution's still in play. That's why. And they know it. It's still there. It may be hanging by a thread. They've abused it. They haven't listened to it. They won't acknowledge its existence. And if you say you love the Constitution, you're a terrible patriot. You're a domestic terrorist patriot. But you know what? It actually involves so much desperation to try to sell you on every one of their stories. Their false flags are so pathetic at this point. They use the same MO over and over again in the shooter. They either shoot him dead or we never see him again. They use the same crisis actors. They use the same storylines. They're as bad as Hollywood. Hollywood hasn't had a new storyline in decades. Same with your government. Same with our government. We have to live with this. But guess what? That's the good news is that as long as they have to do this, we still have our country to a certain extent. There's the positive spin today. There's the positive news for you. I'm so glad that you turned into the Alex Jones show for this hour. So appreciate you. And uh, I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. Thanks, Alex. And uh, see you next week. Thanks, you guys. The only untold story of World War II you will ever need to know. You have done a magnificent job. The visual impact that people will experience when they see what you have produced, you've been very impartial in your presentation, and you have allowed the people, the viewers, to make up their own mind. You present the the evidence and... Anyway, it's an honor to have you on the program. To find out more on this phenomenal documentary series, go to thegreateststorynevertold.tv. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of the political cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people. But one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elite's dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. 
TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. We fought, we learned, we struggled, we won. Despite Obama's best efforts, the newspaper of the human resistance survives. We have lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. Read about our struggle in The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The Sovereign is a 24-page monthly tabloid newspaper about the war between man and machines. We've tried reason, we've tried legislation. We've tried every peaceful means imaginable, and all it's gotten us is shut out. So now we fight the machines. Order online today at thesovnews.com or find The Sovereign at select newsstands. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The human resistance's battle against the machines will be everlasting. This is mercy. It was never our destiny to stop the age of Obama. It was merely to survive it. Together. Together. Let's talk about things. You're a sponsor of the show. You support us. It's not the main reason I had you on today, but usually you're hard to even get to plug the products when you're on. But you've got so many great Made in America products, and if people go to your sites and use promo code Alex, they get even bigger discounts. But tell folks about this new pillow you've got. Yeah, this is a big announcement. When I invented my pillow, that was in 2004. It took a year to invent. Nothing ever changed. It was the best patented fill, the best. Remember, sleep is about height and staying there and temperature. Well, now, and with uh, now, I found out about a year and a half ago about temperature regulating thread that's made here in the U.S. So I had this fabric made. And, and I said, you know, let's make a, a exclusive MyPillow fabric and see if it works with the great patented fill. I've slept on it now for two months. This stuff is cool to the touch. You, uh, you're not going to be flipping that pillow to the cool side. It is the most, the best pillow in history just got even better. And we're doing the buy one, get one free. Uh, we, just in, we just actually got these into production last week. And the commercial for it, it was a, one of our big movie commercials we made where the one in the mirror, that comes out in about 10 days. So you're getting them, you're getting them here, one of the first ones to get them in the country. And I, trust me, it, it brings sleep to a whole new level. It's a, they're absolutely the best pillow well, ever. You, you, have great, you have great products, hundreds of great products, but more importantly, you're using the money to fight the new world order fearlessly. That's why everybody should shop for their sheets and their pillows and their beds and their dog beds and their slippers and their everything at mypillow.com. You've got the great bathrobes, everything. And just use promo code to get the big discount, promo code A-L-E-X, and that keeps this show on air as well. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. We have the new product at InfoWarsLife.com, BioTrue Selenium. We've had so many requests over the years for selenium, and just recently we were able to source a certified organic bioavailable selenium from mustard seed extract. When you take selenium in the body, it actually benefits the detoxification systems in your body. It helps balance the thyroid gland. It helps detoxify. Selenium is another one of those absolute must-haves. The highest concentration of selenium is in the thyroid gland, but it's actually used all over the body. As a matter of fact, there's 25 genes in the body that are directly dependent upon selenium. So it really is a all-around nutrient that everybody really needs. I'm taking it now every day. This is so key. BioTrue Selenium is the product, the best selenium that we could bring you. We believe it's the best out there at a very, very low price. Exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. 
Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. 